Testing one, two, three. This is Jack Crawford, sole crew member aboard the Terrapin, a ship attempting to circumnavigate the Great Channel. It was a beautiful day, really. Uh, I'm trying to think of the best word to describe the weather today. And beautiful, I think, really is probably the best one. The only clouds I saw all day were those little teeny to tiny, like, torn up cotton balls of clouds high, high in the sky. You know, barely doing anything to block any sun, but, and, you know, the sun was hot today, but not oppressive. So it was sort of, you know, a bright day without being you know, miserable, just being in the, being out in the nature of it all, but, uh, not too hot, mid-80s, 90 maybe by the end of the day, but at this point we're starting to get used to it, I guess, and, uh, smooth water, channel really widened out for most of the day, and wide and deep, and so, you know, for the most part, I was just pointing straight, and that made my job easy. Uh, left the forest behind today, and on both sides of the shore, both sides of the channel, I mean. Left them behind for farmland. Wait, and, uh... uh didn't see many farmhouses, though. I saw a couple far, far away from the channel, but uh, it was good to be back in a little bit of civilization. And as the day went on, the farm... I mean, I didn't see a farmhouse for a long time, and eventually I saw one. And then half an hour later, I saw another. And then 15 minutes later, I saw a couple more. And so they got more frequent, but they were still far, far away from the water. And um, at about 2 o'clock today, you know, they'd been getting a little more common. And the farmland was going on and on. You know, some wheat, some corn. Uh, I saw one field of pumpkins, which was pretty cool. All sorts of vegetables and roots and things, it looked like, uh, a lot of things that grow under the ground instead of on top of it, which from the water made it difficult to figure out what was growing, but at about two o'clock, uh, I caught sight of something I have never seen before, especially not at this scale, because the channel at this point was probably 150 yards across. Uh, and it was a bridge um, in the middle of nowhere, this massive, massive bridge spanning the channel, about 10 feet high, 10 feet off the water, this massive wooden bridge, and uh, there was a little hut on either side, and a road, you know, connecting to the bridge on both sides, and as I got closer, I realized that it was a drawbridge, 
and luckily it was a drop ridge because the pin is about 15 to 20 feet tall and this bridge was about 10 feet tall and so that math was just not going to work and so I dropped anchor uh, well, I, well as I approached I didn't want to drop anchor I wanted the bridge to go up but uh, it didn't and so then I dropped anchor and went to figure out who could uh, do that for me and I started with the eastern the eastern hut and it was empty and as I was crossing over the uh, bridge because why get back in the water just to get over to the western hut uh, I spotted somebody coming down the road from the west to the east and uh they were a long ways off, so I didn't worry about it. I went down to the hut on the western shore, and there was a guy in there asleep, of course. You know, why wouldn't he be? And uh, I knocked on his door, and he didn't really respond, so I knocked louder, and he went, ah, Hello? And I said, Hello. I'm trying to get through with a ship, and he was really quite surprised, frankly. Um, he introduced himself. His name was McLeod. Uh, uh, thick, thick accent. The Mick in McLeod for him was more like a Mac. And the Cloud was more like Clued, but... Uh, eventually when that person who had been coming down the road showed up, this farmer, uh, and it was pretty clear that his name was really McLeod, and everyone just sort of indulges him with the accent, but he was really surprised to see me, to have somebody that needed the drawbridge lifted. And granted, there's not much traffic on this part of the channel, I mean... This whole time, I've been the only person out here, but he said that, you know, he hasn't had someone in, what did he say, two months crossing this part of the channel, trying to get through his bridge, but, you know, he was obliging. He said, all right, you go back to your boat, and we'll coordinate, and uh, he went, and uh I got back to the boat, and he came out of his hut, and uh, there was a big, uh, big machine there, and he had uh, a couple cows, uh, big, big cows. Uh, their horns were curled uh, in this really unique way that I'd never noticed before in, in a cow. Maybe they're a bull, I don't know. I didn't ask, I didn't didn't feel appropriate to check, but their horns were curled almost in a spiral. Anyway, he went and sort of grabbed a couple carrots and started luring them once he'd hitched them up to this crank and walked them in a circle and opened the bridge and I passed through easy peasy and uh, waved and thanked him as I went through and 
the farmer was watching from the other side, and uh, that that was pretty. That was something. Uh, he was a good guy. Uh, didn't talk to him for very long, but uh, good guy. He uh, he actually knew me when I pulled up. He said he'd picked up one of my broadcasts a few days previous, but hadn't been able to get one since, so hopefully these have been coming out. Hopefully someone out there has been picking them up, but he said he'd heard a couple and was wondering when I'd get here, but at the same time really wasn't expecting anyone, so maybe he didn't think these were real, but it was a beautiful bridge. He said that crossroad was a big artery for farmers going to and from the farmland out to some big city a couple days west but uh, and another big city three or four days east and there's a part of me that wants to go find them go look at these cities but what would I do with the pen you know can't really park her. The door locks, but to be honest, it's hard to keep a boat from sailing away. Uh, unless I took everything with me, then I'd be carrying a boat across the land, basically. So, maybe someday I'll come back and instead of going through the crossroads or under the crossroads, I'll go across it. But, good sailing for the afternoon. Uh, channel kept getting wider and wider. It was probably 200 yards wide when I stopped for the night. Still in this farmland. I stopped when there weren't any farmhouses around, though it didn't seem, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want people to feel threatened by having a strange boat parked at the water within, uh, Within eyesight of their home, but if you're out there and if you can hear me, don't worry. I'm not. I'm not a pirate. Not a marauder. I'm not even gonna borrow any of your root vegetables, although the ones around here really smell quite nice, and that's a rare thing for a farm to smell nice and not like manure and. I mean, the smell of dirt can be really lovely, but, you know, most farms I'm used to, they're covered in fertilizer, and these were lovely, uh, clearly being grown well, and grown as they want to grow, but who knows what it is that's growing. All I could see was the leaves, big, huge leaves close to the ground in these four or five to a bundle but no idea what they are maybe I'll grab one in the morning just one and leave a coin or something in its place but I don't even know if they're ripe I guess I'll you know I guess if it's a living plant I can if I pull it up gentle enough I could put it back in the dirt maybe I'll try that in the morning but for now uh, this is Jack Crawford, sole crew member aboard the Terrapin, attempting to circumnavigate the Great Channel.
and maybe steal one or two root vegetables. But I come in peace, mostly. <laughs>